Hi there, my name is Alison Williams-Smith and this is my very first podcast. If you'd asked me a year ago or even a month ago if I'd be doing this, the answer would be definitely not. I don't like putting myself out there, but hey, we've all got to start somewhere. So what am I here to talk about? Well, I guess, uh, as it's my very first episode, my very first series, I should start at the beginning, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I, what's called the, uh, the backstory. So here we go. Oh, one thing, actually, just before I start, is uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to give me a shout. I'm on Alison, hyphen, Tiggs, T-I-G-S, and A-N-D, Moo, M-O-O, at Outlook.com. All right, so here we go. It was probably, um, oh, now we're thinking. When are we thinking now? About, what are we in, 2020 right now? About six, or, between six and eight years ago. Um, my son, he had eczema really, really badly to the point where he would itch all the time. And it got so bad, it was absolutely heartbreaking. Um, crying, the frustration, waking up in the middle of the night, the clothes being uncomfortable, having to cover him with steroid creams, moisturising creams from the doctors, and going back and forth, really. And it was just continuous. Just as you thought you'd get on top of it, the eczema would come back. So it's a case of what do we do? Um, some people are telling me to try natural products like shea butter. Um, I'd, I'd buy them, different shops, give them a go. He hated the smell. It was crumbly. Um, kind of saw the benefits, but not completely, I'll be honest. Um, simply because I didn't use it that often, didn't use it often enough. Um, so I started kind of playing around with different things and, and melting different butters and def- different oils. And we eventually found something that we kind of liked. Um, Around the same time, I was told to try, you know, make, making, a, making an effort and just looking at his diet, really. But I just thought, well, why would I do that? The doctors know best, surely. So I kind of dabbled here and there, giving him different types of milks, but he was still eating chocolate, still eating sweets, still eating cakes. And uh, I thought, OK, it's time to get strict because his rash was not going away. I think it was the summer holidays. Yeah, it was actually. School summer holidays had just kicked, were about to kick in. So I thought, do you know what? I'm going to do this seriously. I gave it about two weeks and started to transition his cow milk away from cow milk and toward the, um, the non-dairy milks by doing half and half, half milk and half cow milk and half normal uh, non-dairy milk. And then by the time the summer holidays came around, he was just having, um, I think, soya at the time, even though now we know soya is not the best option when it comes to non-dairy milks. So we were having soya milk and we were having probably coconut milk every morning with his cereals. And um, noticed a slight improvement. Um, also started playing around and use, even though we were using the prescribed um, creams from the doctor first thing in the morning, because I was scared of trying anything else, I'll be honest. At night time, I was using the mixtures that I made. But I, again, again, I'm no expert and I'm no doctor, so I kind of thought I don't want to make things worse. So I kind of do half and half again when it comes to the creams and the lotions and the potions. Um, eventually, because we actually started playing around with the, the creams I was making, we started a- adding some nice smelling essential oils like orange or vanilla. He actually liked it enough to use it every single day, so we used it day and night to keep his skin moisturised. And you know what? We saw a difference. He was definitely happier. Um, his eczema was calming down. It wasn't completely gone, but it was definitely calming down. He wasn't itching as much. And I think, yeah, it was Christmas. It was Christmas about th- four years ago. And uh, we managed to be able to afford a family holiday. We'd saved for a couple of years and we went to Mexico. 
and uh, I was still being really strict. Um, it's all inclusive, and he he was eating. He he's getting bored of food to be honest in the mornings, the breakfast. Every day we'd call it melam sandwiches. He would have melon and ham, and he did lose a little bit of weight because he got bored of the breakfast. So um, his skin was fantastic. The rash went away completely. He was in the pool every day, and I was surprised. I thought the rash had come back because that was one of the triggers for him was the chlorine from the swimming pools at, at, back at home. But the um, the pool on holiday, I believe it's part salt and part chlorinated water, and uh, his skin was thriving. The sun was helping. The the, the the water was helping, the fact that he was following his strict diet of no milk. Um, wasn't having lots of sugar, but he was having some. And I was I was moisturising his skin all the time. Uh, one with sun cream um, when the sun was at its highest, but also just day and night I was moisturising his, moisturizing his, his skin like crazy with the homemade stuff. Um, and then about two or three days before the holiday ended, he managed to convince me, because I felt horrible, he managed to convince me, um, could he have the cereal because... Um, he would still have soy milk with his cereal. And, I, and my husband said, go on, let him have it. Everyone said, go on, let him have it. It's another last three days. And he said, mum, look, I'm not going to break out in a rush. And if I do, I can just stop. So, yeah, you know, not when to spoil his holiday and kind of caving in, really. I let him have a, a cereal. Now, we don't know, know if his cereal had any milk because when I checked with the staff, they couldn't find the, the ingredients because obviously the cereal's not in little packets. They're in like a big um, refill-type container. So he had the cereal, and the first 24 hours he was fine, no problem at all. So the next day I said, look, mum, no rush, can I have the cereal again? I was like, do you know what, okay. There's only one day left of the holiday. That evening he got a rash, not too bad, on his neck, on his elbow and on the inside of his elbow, and on the front and back of his knees. And he got a sprinkling of a rash on the rest of his body. And it was like a cluster rash around the, the, the major joints, but it didn't seem too serious. And I was like, OK, maybe I've been over the top. Um, maybe he can have it. But uh, no, by that evening, the rash had gotten so bad. I was like, oh, my God, what have I done, you bloody idiot? Um, he was itching again. So I was like, right, there was obviously milk in the cereal. Um, but yeah, I, I would probably give him some kind of reaction. So um, I, during the day, we used the sun cream he'd been using, which was fine. I'd been using a natural one. And by the time the evening came, he got out of the pool, showered him down. I covered him in the doctor's cream, the prescribed cream, the double base, which he'd been using off and on for years, about two or three years. Hadn't been an issue. Um, five minutes later, he started screaming, oh, my God. Um, it was horrible. When I even, when I think back to that time, his, his skin was red and blotchy, and he was screaming, saying his skin was on fire. Um, help me, help me, Mum. And I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? So I, st I stuck him in the shower... Um, and I just cold water all over his body to help him cool down. And uh, my mum had come on holiday with us um, that year. My dad had just passed away. And uh, so we, we called her from her room and I said, well, what do I do? She said, well, what, what did you do? I said, well, I, I put the cream all over his body. So the first thoughts were maybe there's something wrong with the cream. Because um, we'd had it about six months. And I said, well, we've used, been using this cream off and on for years. Surely it can't be that. So she said, well, just be, be careful. Don't use that cream again. What did you use before? I said, well, we've been using that cream um, sometimes in the morning, but on holiday we've just been using our natural stuff. Um, and we've been using the natural stuff in the evening. So, Ted, so she said, well, use the natural stuff. So I did put it on his skin and he was okay. I gave him some painkillers, gave him some antihistamine. He fell asleep. It took about an hour. He didn't even go to dinner because he was in that much pain. I had to, I had to rock him to sleep. Um, 
And the next day I put the sun cream on his skin. He was okay-ish, but he had to wear a T-shirt in the pool, um, which he hadn't had to do before. Um, and we had to just moisturise his skin constantly with the, with the natural body butters um, about four or five times a day to stop his skin from drying out because it was really dry. And his skin, it almost looked like snake skin. Um, so I called the doctors from, from the holiday um, and said, look, this is what's happened. Can we come in when we get back? So we, they made us an appointment. When we got back two days later, um, they gave us a different cream. And we tried that one that night. And the same thing happened again. Could not believe it. His uh, screaming started. He was on fire. His skin was blotchy. He couldn't stop crying again. Had to give him the antihistamine. The painkillers and rocking back to sleep again. And I was like, oh my God, what a terrible mother. But I felt awful. I mean, I'm a mother. I'm supposed to look after my son. I'm supposed to protect your children. And here I was for the second time. I'd covered him in head to foot in another cream. And it had done exactly the same thing. Um, by now, his skin was just, oh, it's even more angry than the first time. Um, he said, Mum, what did you do to me? I was like, oh my God, I'm so, so sorry. So, so sorry. Um, oh God, it breaks my heart even to tell him the story. Um, called the doctors again. They tell us to come straight in. They had a look at his skin and they said he had allergic reaction. Um, it's a good thing I gave him the antihistamine. Um, oh God. And um, they said, well, it's obviously the cream. I said, yeah, but this is the different brand. How can two different creams cause the same thing? And they said, and this was the eye-opener, really, um, all creams, regardless of how they're made or where they're made, um, because they have water in them, any cream that has water in has to be preserved. And he's probably reacting to, reacting to the preservatives in the creams. Um, that was an eye-opener. So I just said, yeah, but this isn't, isn't this stuff, you know, certified by doctors, it's, it's in pharmacies, it's, it's studied for like years and years. And he said, it doesn't really matter. Um, your son's reacting to it. So you're better off keeping away from all creams until we find out exactly what he's reacting to. So they said, well, what did you use when you were on holiday? I said, well, I used my homemade stuff, um, but that's not an eczema cream. You know, it's just there to moisturise his skin. And they said, well, the cream you've been, you've been using in the past isn't an eczema cream per se, it's just a dry skin cream. It's to retain the, the moisture in the skin while the eczema's happening. Um, that was a big eye-opener again. Um, so I went home and I slathered him only in the natural homemade stuff. And that's kind of where it all started, really. Um, yeah, we just stopped using all the stuff from the doctors, stopped using all the stuff from the shops, stopped using anything that had water in it and therefore synthetic preservatives. And I only made um, body butters from 100% natural butters and oils that I could get hold of or did my research on. Um, and I got him involved in the process. I, I showed him how I was making it and the fact that all the oils came from the kitchen, really. It was stuff we could eat at home. Everything was edible. So I said to him, look, if you can put it in your, in your mouth and in your body, let's, let's start by putting it on your body. Um, he'd, initially, he didn't love the smells, but he, it, it made a massive difference. And I promised him that as soon as the eczema had calmed down and his skin was improving, we'd try different smells. Um, because I'd gone back, I'd dropped the vanilla and the orange because they just smelled nice as far as I was concerned. And I started using things like lavender and chamomile, a little bit of tea tree. Um, and so it took about four months for his skin to recover. His skin was paper thin. He had like, skin like an old man. It was paper thin. It was sore to the touch. He was having to take painkillers every day, 20 minutes before I moisturised him. Um, so that was heartbreaking as well. 
after time the skin got better and uh, he said mum I'm not using that that, um, that fire cream anymore don't want to use it can you always make my cream for me I said yes Baba I can make your body butters for you um, so that's what we did so that's how uh, we started making the body butters that's how he started using natural um, products only on his skin and I was making this stuff all the time so I'd had no clue as to how long it would last um, so I'd make it probably monthly and stick it in the fridge because I was scared I was going to do damage because that was a thing, I was no expert didn't have any kind of background on making this stuff, I, I just got on the internet and started doing my research and, and um, finding other people's recipes and, and amending it for my son and making it specifically for him um, and I thought okay I need to learn more really and that's kind of how I started becoming a, a natural and organic skincare formulator, I took a course um, it's a two year course um, I've got, got myself qualified in a year because I wanted to do this as quickly as possible. Learned as much as I needed to learn. And then, uh, yeah, from there, friends and family started using the products. So I got it certified and insured. And then I started attending wellness events and Christmas fairs. And that's really how it all began. Um, he no longer used any kind of prescribed creams or creams from over the counter. Um, his skin is gorgeous. And he only has a little breakout of eczema now if... He goes anywhere near milk. If somebody happens to spray him with something, that's happened before, someone thought they were doing him a favour and they sprayed his knee um, with a product that had fragrance in it and he didn't tell me until literally an hour later. I stripped him and almost showered him straight away but by the next day he had a rash again on his elbows, back of his knees, on his neck as well. So it really doesn't take much to trigger it but at least we do know what the triggers are. It's fragrances, it's artificial fragrances and artificial preservatives and synthetic things. Um, so for him, we stick to natural stuff. Um, and also, I think I mentioned previously um, that to begin with, he was um, having soya milk as an alternative. I then found out that soya milk is probably one of the worst milks you can give someone who has eczema um, because, again, it, it, it's, no, it's a known inflammatory because it's not because soya itself is a bad thing, but because it's so highly processed and highly manufactured that um, anything that was good about it is stripped out in the process. Um, and I guess the milk for him was a trigger because, of, again, what its purpose is really, it's, it's got a lot of hormones in there, it's got casein and, and whey proteins in there, and really they weren't really meant to be consumed by humans for a long period of time. And humans... Um, Really, our body stops being able to to break the enzymes from the milk as well as it, it as it does at the beginning when you're a baby. If you are drinking cow milk, uh, eczema sufferers, dairy is a big no-no. Um, but all I'd say is rather than just quitting it straight away, do yourself a little food diary. That's how I started off with him. Um, and already I've spoken way too long on my first ever <laughs> episode on my first podcast. Um, hopefully, I've not bored you too much, and. Uh, Look forward to speaking again on the second one. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.